When I was asked to do a short sermonette for the service this morning, um, I thought, short, I can do short, that's good. And based upon the time, I promise you it will be short. But then I was told that I needed to do a speech on expectations. And I got a little nervous. What do you say? But then I realized that expectations are very seldom higher than they are at Christmas time. I mean, face it, the way you've got the tree, you've got what to serve for lunch, you've got the decorations, the perfect gift for all the people that you love. And the expectations just keep growing. Let's face it, there were trees up in some stores before Halloween, right? And then the commercials and the carols start bombarding our radios and televisions well before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is hardly a holiday anymore, is it? We just skip right over it. Lights start climbing poles long before we flip the calendar over to December. We cannot wait for Christmas. We can't wait for the time off work, the time with our family and friends. We're all full of love, life, and smiles this time of year because we expect Christmas to be wonderful. But often we put so much pressure on ourselves that our stress levels rise and frustrations increase and often we're left feeling drained, exhausted, and considerably less than joyful. But I think many people around the time of the birth of Christ were less than joyful too because they had expectations that God never intended to fulfill. The religious leaders didn't embrace Jesus because they expected a different kind of king, didn't they? They didn't want anyone who would threaten their carefully crafted religious system and elevated them and gave them special status. And they certainly had no use for a Messiah who would hang out with prostitutes and sinners. I've always thought it interesting that when the wise men came from the east and they told Herod about the prophecies of the Messiah, why didn't they go to Bethlehem to check it out for themselves? Because they were hardened and self-righteous and arrogant. They, they were consumed with an religious, re, elitist religious conceit that would not allow faith or joy to grow in them. And many of the Jews couldn't embrace Jesus because they expected a militant king, one who would destroy Rome by force, and Jesus didn't fit that mold, did he? He didn't meet their expectations, so he couldn't possibly be the Messiah. Those who were able to take Jesus in were those who allowed God to reshape their expectations. Joseph and Mary got it. The shepherds got it. The wise men got it because they let faith carry them forward instead of their own preconceived expectations. Now, I'm not saying expectations are wrong. I love to have something to look forward to. But sometimes our expectations need to be adjusted in order to work in concert with a God who did not come to this earth to meet our expectations. He came to remake our lives. So for those of us who can't help but have expectations, who want to think and plan ahead and want this to be the very, very best Christmas ever, I have three very, very short expectations safe expectations that we probably should have this holiday season. First of all, expect a divine disruption. God is so good at this, trust me. He does it to me frequently. Having a baby was not on Mary's radar. She was planning a wedding. 
It certainly wasn't on Joseph's radar. He knew that Mary and he had been pure in their relationship. There was no reason to expect that a baby would be a part of their life beginning together. But God disrupted the plans and the lives of Mary and Joseph to accomplish his plan. We know that Mary and Joseph were God's, that their hearts were his, but they were very willing to sacrifice and give up their plans to embrace God's. And what about the shepherds? (laughs) They were just doing their job. They were used to the quiet days and the quiet nights, the mundane. But out of the blue, literally, God disrupted their lives. Angels appeared to them to tell them about the Messiah, and they willingly had their routine disrupted, their lives interrupted, in order to travel to Bethlehem to see the Christ child for themselves. Herod and the religious leaders were skeptical, cynical, and arrogant. Joseph and Mary and the shepherds were faith-filled and humble. They gave God the space he needed to be God in their lives. How is it with you? How is it with me? Is there any room in all this glitter and tinsel and trees and hoopla for God to work in us this Christmas? The second expectation, expect the working of a divine plan. We know that every event in the Christmas story, from the wise men to the virgin birth to the place where Jesus would enter the world stage was foretold. God knew what he was doing. It had been planned. He had been planning it before time. Joseph and Mary could not have known every implication that would be involved when they agreed to take part in God's plan. But they knew that God was doing something they could never have expected, something they never could have imagined and certainly never could have accomplished on their own. Now, this may be the best Christmas ever for you, or you may be dreading every minute of it and be so glad when it's over. But just know that however you feel, whichever it is, God is doing something amazing. We simply have to trust his plan, and what's even harder for me sometimes, trust his timing. Thirdly, last but not least, this season, expect a divine miracle. You know that the news of the virgin birth had to have traveled far and wide like wildfire. Why would Joseph corroborate Mary's story if he hadn't believed in a miracle? If Joseph wasn't fully convinced that Mary had conceived through the power of the Holy Spirit, he would have been hunting down the guy responsible, right? He knew it was a miracle. There were angelic visitations. There was someone who became mute and then suddenly could speak again. There was a barren old woman who conceived and gave birth to John the Baptist. There were people traveling from a far country, kings visiting. The star that shone over Bethlehem was itself a miracle. Many people encountered miracles in order to see Jesus for themselves. Maybe that's what it will take for some of us to get close to Jesus. And if so... The good news is, the story of Christmas is the story of miracles. Expectations exceeded. Miracles that demonstrate God's relentless love for us. This season, let him love you. 
If God was willing to wrap himself in rags and be born in a barn, any questions about his love for you are off the table. You might question his actions, I question his decisions, sometimes his timing, but you can never, ever, ever question his stunning, unquenchable love for you. The moment Mary touched God's face is the moment God made his case. There is no place he will not go. If he was willing to be born in a barnyard, then expect him to be at work anywhere. Bars, boardrooms, bedrooms, brothels, no place is too common. No person is too hardened. No distance is too far. There is no person he cannot reach. There is no limit to his love. When Christ was born, so was our hope. All our expectations were fulfilled and exceeded. That's why I love Christmas. Christmas invites us to believe in the wildest of promises. To have the highest, most incredible expectations. God God became one of us so that we could be one with him. He did away with every barrier, fence, sin, debt, grave. Anything that could separate us from him was demolished. He only awaits our word to walk through the door. So this Christmas, invite him in. Tell him you are expecting him one request from you and God will do again what he did then he will be born in you Christ grew in Mary until he had to come out Christ will grow in you in me in the same way he will come out in our speech in our actions in our decisions Every place you live will be a Bethlehem, and every day you live will be a Christmas. You and I, like Mary, can deliver Christ into this world. So this morning, if you're looking for a God to meet your expectations, a God created in your own image, Jesus probably isn't for you. But if you are looking for a God to love you beyond your wildest expectations, to rescue you from sin, to give you a home in heaven, and to work miracles in and through your life, Jesus is the one. Expect him to be speaking to you, calling to you, transforming you, working in you and working through you this Christmas season.